G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's spend a few minutes coming around one of those topics that we'd always like a little bit of extra encouragement and advice on, and that is what happens with those few dollars you might have as a perhaps a pot of money to invest. Where do you put it? Should your investment strategy change at a time when we're all encouraged to adapt to the new normal for a post-coronavirus world? Let's spend a few minutes talking about investment strategies and looking at money matters in a post-coronavirus world. Darren Laudenbach is the founder of God's Money Matters. He's a speaker, trainer, mentor and coach on on finance issues for individuals and businesses. Darren Laudenbach, Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Yeah, great to be back. Thanks for having me again. Darren, I mean, right now it's not post-coronavirus world, it's coronavirus world. This is happening right now. And I imagine that if you are looking at investment, you're looking ahead and things are likely to change dramatically in a post-coronavirus world. People talk about a new normal How does that make our investing strategy look today as we're thinking about some money we might have? Yeah, certainly. It's, it's definitely a dynamic world that we're living in. It's uh, very interesting as far as the investment markets are concerned. Um, as far as in, investing overall, I think if people have a little bit of money to invest at the moment um, then and they're looking to make new investments, then it's a matter of making sure they've just got those basics in place, you know, uh, the emergency fund and making sure they've got those things covered. And they're only investing money that they're looking at for long term. So, the definition of investment is is get, getting well. A simple in, a definition is uh, investing with the hope and expectation of a return over the longer period. So the longer period is the key. If we're speculating, if we're going jumping into the share market or property market to try to speculate on getting a quick return. Well, that's similar to betting. Um, it may not be a win win lose situation, but uh, I'm not a speculator. People are talking about, and I've heard this terminology, a vaccine-powered V-shaped recovery. In other words, things on their way down now, but once there is a vaccine or an effective treatment for coronavirus, uh, the investment world is likely to boom again. What are your thoughts for the idea of how a recovery might happen when it kicks in? Yeah, it's interesting because investment markets are, are, are very forward-looking. So those kind of things would be somewhat built into some of the prices we've seen already. And, and in, in fact, we could argue now that it's been a V-shaped recovery. Uh, the, the US market certainly has um, you know, on its way to recovery. Um, in fact, I think it's actually been hitting some new highs recently. Um, so, you know, we've it's certainly recovered uh, from six months ago. Um, it's getting close anyway. Uh, it's, it's very much a V-shaped recovery already in the US, and I'd argue that Australia's in a similar situation, um, maybe not so uh, so magnified. So the markets, share markets look forward and they do look um, to the future and they look at future earnings. Um, and so that's, 
and I suppose the thing about share market is it, it, it's very based on news. And so when the news is getting less bad um, or it's not as bad as expected, then markets will adjust accordingly. And so uh, I feel like that that's already happened. I feel like we've been into uh, through the low already. And, uh, you know, there's some good things coming as far as the share market is concerned, even with the potential of a recession. Darren, isn't everything guesswork when there's a time of uncertainty and uh, when confidence for many people is quite low uh, while this crisis continues? Uh, you know, are people who are financial and investment advisors, aren't they guessing like everyone else? Well, to a degree, and it depends on what their, their worldview is, I suppose. Um, to some degree, they might be in, um, guessing to a degree. I, I suppose the fundamentals haven't changed. Um, there is a big cycle at play. We've talked about that before on your show. Um, the 18-year cycle that um, has been running in the US uh, for 300 years, um, and it's still alive and well. We expected a, what was called a um, mid-cycle slowdown. We expected that at about now. Um, the coronavirus certainly caused that. Um, but we have had a V-shaped recovery already. Um, so it's that cycle's still at play, and I still believe very strongly that we will see a significant market correction around 2025-2026, um, and that will be another GFC. And I've been on record saying that before, and I believe that the, uh, the timing is never perfect. We don't know exactly when, but um, it's based on human behaviours of fear and greed, and those change, those things, those behaviours haven't changed uh, since Adam was a boy. So it's unlikely that um, that uh, the, that cycle will change either. But certainly, what's happened with the markets at the moment, and what's happening with the stimulus at the moment, is that there is uh, the stimulus packages around the world. Is that uh, there's unprecedented investment in infrastructure, in uh, property markets, uh, in you know. Uh, other areas that the government's throwing lots and lots of money in and bringing forward a lot of that spending, and that will set us up for the next major lift in the share market. For that Christian who's thinking about their own investment strategy right now, is there any sort of Christian principle that you draw on uh, in the idea of not panicking when something like this appears to be going so badly wrong? Certainly, there's the example of the um, the talents and the uh, the the master who um, allowed his servants to go and invest, and he went away to another city and then came back and asked them to show what they'd done. Um, that's a great example of uh, where we're called to take some um, measured risk, we might call it, um, some intelligent, uh, uh, an intelligent opportunist. And looking at um, particular opportunities and saying, where can I make a return on, on this money? And um, we do need to be very careful that we're not speculating or betting. Uh, we need to be investing wisely. Now, if we look at the um, where can we invest at the moment, well, by definition, putting money in a bank account is not investment. Um, uh, that That's not an investment. You, you should have money in a bank for liquidity and for access to that um, simply so that you can pay your bills. But that by putting money into a term deposit and other things like that, that's not investing. And by, by definition, uh, it's not investing. Okay. Now, Darren, if we're Christian believers. We believe God's got our back. He's on our side. And it doesn't make us immune to some levels of financial failure and loss. 
But for the Christian believer who is prayerful about their investment strategy, uh, what do you pray? Do you say, God, show me opportunities? God, show me what to do? Any thoughts for how a Christian might approach their strategy? And, of course, uh, wisdom in a multitude of counsellors getting the right advice. But uh, in some sense here, Darren, hearing from God with regard to your strategy, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, certainly. I think praying about an investment, I think, um, is wise. I think uh, God uses natural consequences as well. So he'll allow us as Christians and his followers to fail in investing for the purposes of either teaching or something or for us to lean on him more. So I don't think that being a Christian is just, uh, a um, by itself uh, a formula for success in investing. But I think... Um, there are some clues that we can look for. Um, you know, Paul talks to Timothy about modelling him. He's a successful follower of God, so success leaves clues. So Timothy's to model Paul. Well, I think we can also model those who are successful in investing. And those who are successful, Neil, I've found, do the research, do the little bit of work that's required to understand an investment. They don't invest in things they don't understand. Um, but at the same time, they, they, they seek to understand those investments that might serve uh, the purposes that they're trying to achieve. Uh, and, and so therefore, you know, people would say to me often, well, I don't understand the share market or I don't understand the property market, so I'm not going to invest in those. Well, I'd say do a bit of edu- get, get a bit of education. Um, don't be ignorant. I, I don't think uh, God ever accepts ignorance. Um, he, he wants us to learn and grow and develop. Um, so I think a little bit of learning, um, obviously seeking mentors who, are, who can help um, and understanding why we're investing. You know, what is it the purpose behind it um, and uh, what, is, what would God have us do with uh, you know, those funds that he's entrusted to us? Is there a sense, uh, the old illustration of the glass half full, glass half empty idea, is there a Christian attitude to future and investing and what you are doing, you're doing, you know, with God on your side, a certain sense of expectation of economic failure or economic recovery. Is there, a, is there an optimistic or a pessimistic approach that typically the Christian believer ought to have because of their faith? Yeah, I think the, the benefit of being Christian is we know that uh, the earth and everything in it is the Lord's. Um, and so if we lose money as an individual because we've made a poor choice or investment, then maybe there's something for us to learn in that. But it is not really lost money. I mean, it's all God's anyway. Um, it's just that maybe we haven't stewarded it in a way in which uh, we would be pleased with, you know, in, with hindsight. So I think some confidence that we can have in if we've prayed about it and we've um, invested for the right reasons – and we can check ourselves with all of those things and say, well, look, you know, I'm doing this too because I'm doing it for all the right reasons and I've done the research, I've done the work, I haven't been, it hasn't been just blindly throwing money into the wind and hoping it'll return, you know, magnified. Then we need to ask ourselves, if it doesn't go well, what can we learn from that? I mean, for me, uh, I've, I've never made a poor investment or a bad investment. I've just made investments that haven't done as well as I'd hoped and um, I suppose the difference between, um, you know, a failed investment and one that you've learned from is a failed investment is you, for example, go into the share market, uh, you lose money in the share market for whatever reason, um, mainly lack of education is my experience. 
Um, and then you never go to the share market again because you say, well, I tried that once and it didn't work. To me, that's not learning. So that's a bad mistake. That's a costly mistake. Whereas if you've gone into the share market and said, okay, I didn't get it right that time, but I learned a lot and I'm going to go back in with that new learning, then that's just expensive education. But it's education because we can use it going forward. Well, as Christians, we tend to know something about having faith. And that in itself is a little bit like taking risk. Uh, but risk when you're facing uncharted waters uh, is perhaps more challenging than it's ever been. Uh, what's your thought or your encouragement for Christian believers who are feeling that little bit of anxiety around their investments, around the portfolio that they might own, around the strategy that they might Ooh. have into the future? What are your thoughts about having faith and taking risk? Yeah, there's a good good chance and good opportunity to re-look at uh, people's investment and um, ask themselves, you know, how much do they really know about what they're investing in and how they're investing as a philosophy? That doesn't necessarily have to get that technical, but it's a matter of who you're getting advice from. Um, so ideally getting advice from um, advisors who have got a Christian worldview is very important. Also, um, well-informed advisors. You know, are they just taking what the fund managers or the investment firms are telling them? Or are they a bit more informed than that? Are they thinking outside the box? Is quite helpful. So, for example, a fundamental for me is that in investing, um, I look to invest for long-term capital growth and short-term income. So I want I, I invest to receive an income from my investments firstly, and then I look for the long-term capital growth later. Now, that's quite different to most people who invest in the share market. Most people who invest in the share market are looking to buy a particular share for a dollar and hopefully down soon down the track sell it for a dollar fifty. And that's not how I buy my shares. I look at buying shares for the long term income that they're going to give me, that passive income. And that allows me to be able to hold on and wait for the capital growth to come. And it allows less of a speculative mindset. And when everything's crowding in with the coronavirus crisis, the temptation is to look short term only and uh, so it's a little bit blinding when you think of looking long-term. Your encouragement is for Christian believers to keep the long-term strategy as your primary strategy. Absolutely. Make sure, one, that your strategy, you, you understand your strategy and that you have a strategy and that you're, you've got a strategy for your thinking around investments. The thinking is, is just as important as the actual investments. It's the strategy. It's what, what are we trying to achieve here? Is it long-term passive income or is it capital growth or is it both? What is it we're trying to achieve? And then have we got the right instruments to achieve that? Are we using the right tools? Um, and then if we are, sit back and relax and let the market do what it does. Um, don't, don't watch the daily news and all the bad reports. Well, it's good encouragement. Darren Laudenbach, founder of God's Money Matters, speaker, trainer, mentor and coach on finance issues for individuals and for business. You can connect with Darren through godsmoneymatters.com. Godsmoneymatters.com. Darren Laudenbach, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.